everybody. Welcome back huh? to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? Doing good, Buck. And it left me coming back for an unprecedented something like 12 shows in a row. I think it's been 15. The great, yeah. Okay. Someone, okay. Yeah, someone's counting. Are you counting? Um, um, no, I'm just, I'm inflating my own ego. I'm inflating my estimates so that it's I saw important. what you did. He has a scoreboard. He has his name and he has Elliot's name. And he has little hashtags of how many times he's been on here and how many times Elliot's been on here. Wow. Yeah, he's trying I'm, he's trying to like get up you know, get up on over. I'm soon Elliot, to be yeah. the champ. Exactly. Now you and Elliot have known each other even longer than I know, you know, announcer Elliot on, on the show. So do you feel in any way some uh, it, it's like you, you guys can't be rivals because you're good buddies. Yeah, no, we're great friends. I actually know you kind of through Elliot, I'd say. Um and just my concern is that I sound because we grew up so close to each other and have all the same things and known each other for so long. I think we sound alike. Buck was saying that he mistook me for Elliot on the show. You could be just like Clark Kent glasses and you're him for Halloween. Exactly. You know, you, you're Elliot. <laughs> you guys are both very furry. I think you guys come from the same kind of, there must be something in the water. Yeah, the stock. It's, it's the water supply out yeah. there. Because we're, we're, we're very ethnically different. He's about as white as it gets and I'm like not, uh, I'm like as low white as you can be, I guess. I'm like dirty white, like Croat, like Yugoslav. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. well, Elliot's like Elliot's like high high blood, like Scottish English kind of guy. Yeah, he's a Highlander. Yeah. Basically. So thank you everybody for uh coming uh listening to the show. I had an interesting experience uh yesterday, which I will okay, I'm get get my audio levels right. First show of the new session. Um I was in the uh, it was like a 8.30 in the morning, and I was at my local Starbucks, like right up the street, and I was like, my wife and I right now, we're in the process of selling our house, so we have a whole bunch of like drama going on, and people so, coming in and out, and you know, trying to... You know, 8.30 Starbucks, sweatpants? Uh, no, I was uh, I was dicky shorts, <laughs> oh. and then the shirt... It's I rather slept. formal. Yeah. Yeah, formal for the Starbucks. From someone who wears Dickies like 24-7, yeah. Well, they're the dicky shorts with the pinstripes on them that I'm wearing right now. Oh, those... I, uh, I, I, I was in the Starbucks and I had my hair and it was just going all over the place. It you was had a, bald bedhead. <laughs> yes. Wow. Nice. Which is which is a very difficult look to pull off. That's a off. hard look, yeah. But it's kind of nice when you are bald and you have bedhead because your hair is doing strange things that it's just not. It's not that the hair is not existing. It's not existing and being strange. Right. It's like a poltergeist of the head. Non-existing and uncooperative. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's when you know you're really fucked in life. Yeah. So I'm in there and I'm getting my uh, venti. Uh, I get the, the venti pikes roast with an ad shot and uh, just a little bit of ice to cool it down. What an annoying order. Uh, the little bit of ice. Yes, because it's hot. Oh my god. It's like Six degrees when you get your coffee. I don't want to what burn my tongue. Piss. This is a valuable tongue. It makes pod. Yes. So I'm I'm standing in there and and when you say a little bit of ice, does the guy roll his eyes every time or just like <laughs> <laughs> every other time? I, well, I'd be like, oh Jesus Christ. I say it apologetically though. I'm like just a little bit of ice to cool it down. <laughs> That's even worse. That's worse. In the real high. But I say it in Starbucks approved like nomenclature. I say light ice because that's what they use internally. Right. I know their internal lingo. I think I worked at Starbucks for a summer and I don't remember ever understanding what light ice is. If somebody looked at me said light ice, I would 
like throw ice at them. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Well, it would be like the light. Uh, I, I like I like ice. It's like uh, slightly transparent, please. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything cloudy inside of the ice. So I'm getting my coffee, and I'm getting a coffee for my wife, which is a whole other fucking order. Right. And I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm tired. I'm 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 trying to listen to the music in the Starbucks and judge it. You know, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, Cat uh, Stevens, typical. You know. And then some guy walks up to me. He go- looks me right in the face and he goes, "Are you Todd?" And I was like, "Uh, wow. yes." And I- and I look back at him. You know that moment when someone comes up to you and you don't know who they are, and your mom. You remember that old uh, uh, Guns and Roses video for the song that was in the Terminator, where they had the Terminator vision. Sure. And it like keys in and it locks in on the face right. and it looks over the in- it scans the face for right. some kind of recognition. Mm. I did that internally and. I got I got nothing. Yeah. So I thought, oh, maybe maybe I went to high school with this guy and he changed, or maybe uh, he's the guy buying my house because somebody just put an order on our house and maybe he stalked me on Facebook. I have no idea who this guy is. And then I go, yeah, yeah, yeah Todd, and he's like, uh, Joe, great, okay, cool, we're doing good. Yeah, very, yeah, good. At least he has a very unique name. Yes. Maybe you can narrow it down from there. <laughs> I could, I'm like, did we work at the Joe. Sears together? Like, what's it? Do? And he's like, he was like, I listened to your podcast with Buck. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. shit. And I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, whoa. So you, oh, so you recognize me. And I had this complete, like, whoa, because it's the first time ever that somebody just out in public had oh, noticed me from the man. show. I find that horrifying that he knew who you were visually. Yeah. Because what we, what we do is, uh, you know, uh, ears. I'm yes. sorry. Uh, audio. Audio. Thank you. It's, ears. It's it's an audio medium. It's not smell. We could do yeah. a smell cast. Maybe where we could just feel so fucking emit stupid. Odors and people yeah, entertained by them. <laughs> it's ears. Okay. But uh, anyway, it's audio. You know, I, I like to think of myself as uh, you know, Wolfman Buck. You know, not Wolfman Jack, but like you know, I was you do ca- like to think to yourself as that. Yeah. I do. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> but. You know, I remember once I saw Wolfman Jack, it was all over. Because the vision I had of him in my mind was much better. Like the you end know? of American Graffiti. When That's Richard what I'm saying. Dreyfus when when yeah. you see him and, he, and he, you know, he's got the sweaty hands and everything, which is something I suffer from, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. And, but uh, I was very disappointed seeing Wolfman Jack for the first time. Yes. I'm sure this guy was very disappointed in seeing me. He was like, I, I heard he you describe horrified. yourself yeah, on the He show. was horrified. <laughs> Did he recognize you making your weird order saying light ice? And he's like, that's Todd from far out. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't a moment where I was like berating the staff at the store. This isn't right. I said light ice, not, not slightly heavy ice. Who the fuck do you think you're talking? No, I didn't have it. I was just like sitting there tired, beat down by life. And like, oh, shit. All right, not even caffeinated and hungover, obviously. Obviously, and uh, it, it, it was weird. It was like the guy was like, "Yeah, I heard you describe yourself and see your pictures on the site, and yeah, I listen to your show. Yeah, it's good. You do the show, Buck. It's scary." It's and I was like, "Well," and I told him, "I said this is the first time any human being has ever come up to me and said I I know you from the show," and so for a moment, I, I paused and I said, I "Need to take advantage of this." Because I'm a celebrity right now at this moment. No, you're not. And so, real loud, I made sure it was really loud and that right. other people in the Starbucks can hear me. I'm like, thank you so much for listening to my podcast that is mildly popular. You know, and I, I made sure that other guys. Shameless. Some guys on their way to, you know, yeah. 
Seventh Day Adventist Saturday Church are sitting around going, oh, that guy's somebody, and he's one of our own. He's a Lakewoodite. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess the guy uh, lived in the neighborhood, and, and he was like, oh yeah, it's cool because you talk about the neighborhood all the time. Well, this is the number one local Lakewood podcast. This well, is the number one where you got your Lakewood news. Yes. I frequently say I'm the most famous man in Lakewood. I know it's a brag, right? But you know. So yeah, that was that was that was cool. And what he wanted a picture? Did he take a picture with you? No, no, he didn't. Nothing? He didn't offer to buy buy oh. me coffee or give me one of them them Asiago uh, biscuit things, which I thought would have been nice for all the free pot I'd given him. Right. But I was like, "Are you you're on the Facebook page? What's this? he's like? No. Because you know, you, you you figure you have in your mind who listens to the show, then you realize there's all these other people out there. Mm. But yeah, it was cool. It was my first moment of going, oh, this is kind of cool. Like I'm getting recognized. So yeah. now that the podcast has achieved this level of fame, where you are getting stopped on the street, are you going to start carrying like eight by ten glossies of yourself? Right. Right. Always have a silver sharpie around that sort of thing. Did he fit our target demographic of Hindu? <laughs> <laughs> so on today's show, we're going to talk about truthers. Oh. Because the truther movement has expanded past the usual just like people who are into 9-11 conspiracies and it's gone into there are truthers for many, many different things. So we're going well, to go over that. Isn't that just conspiracy theory? I mean, now it's called truther. Like you conspiracy want to know the theory is too long for a hashtag, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. People just hashtag and everything. Just and so before we get into that, there's a real, real quick, if you happen to hear anybody in the background... Uh, Jeff happened who's, to bring... Who's not a dog. <laughs> what? Because we might hear a dog every now We hear dogs on the show all the time. Well, we do hear Your dogs. Your dogs are very loud and annoying. And they hate Jeff. <laughs> they hate They me. do hate Jeff. They hate me so bad. They hate Jeff. Yeah, they, they really go ape shit. Um, Jeff happened to bring his significant other here, uh, a lady friend... So if if you if we happen to say something that's hold on hold on everyone funny look. enough to get a a courtesy laugh, <laughs> you you will you will hear the beautiful Joe in the background say Joe, could you just say hi real quick? Hi. Hello. Hello. And if you know <laughs> if you Joe. notice, she hasn't heard anything worth laughing at so far <laughs> no. on this show yet. She's nothing silent. nothing we've said has ever made her laugh up to this point. She's sitting there going, I'd rather I'd I'd rather be sitting on Mark Marin's show. Possibly uh, the pretty good podcast with with Ryan Wong. Maybe I maybe she'd like that. But unfortunately, Jeff, who's probably going to move his way to other <laughs> bigger, better shows, is hanging out here. Hey, did we two shows with Randy Randy Wegg? I don't think we've had him on. No. Do I smoke too much? I mean, didn't we two shows with him? No, I, I don't know Randy Wegg, but yes, you do smoke too much. Oh, thank you. But He's, uh, yeah. Yeah, he has a big time podcast called Pretty Good Podcast. Okay. And sometimes I say, well, I should call Randy to come on the show, but I've never done it. Um, who who did we do shows with? Randy who? Wasn't one of your friends from KLSX days or something like that? Oh, Jerry Wachowski? No. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm getting us on the Conway and Whitman show? No, I just thought someone we did is working on a morning show. Oh, Gina Grad has been on our show, uh-huh. who is the Adam Carolla sidekick Man, now and is on the Mark Thompson show on yeah. 95.5 KLOS. I just wanted to name drop. All right, cool. Just a bunch of people have been on our show. Jeff Harmatz, everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to the truther movement, and, and, and I guess that the big thing was that 9-11 really is the modern conspiracy that everybody gloms onto that it's kind of the, you know, moth to the flame. Yeah, Bush lied, people died. <laughs> that, that's, you see that frequently from truthers. Bumper sticker shit, man. Love it. 
So I, uh, I, I wanted to go over some stuff so we can discuss these uh, current conspiracy theories, but I want to know if there's anything that we, we currently subscribe to uh, of anything. And I know, Jeff, you're, you're kind of big in this market. Are there, are there any conspiracies right now that you are, uh, you're buying into? I don't know if I'm 100% buying into it, but I'm a big fan. I forget if it's the Denver airport or if it's the Boulder airport. Are you guys up on that whole thing? Oh, I've, I've heard things. Yes, it's crazy. What, I mean, What's going on? So there's just like murals that seem like they're very weirdly religious, perhaps satanic, perhaps Masonic. And then there's like the structure of the airport and how the airport's way too big to service the city that it's in. So it's like people are saying maybe it's, um, you know, there's some kind of base underneath it, some kind of bunker underneath it, or it's like... That's the airport they're going to use to shuttle rich people to the moon when the lizard people take over or yeah, whatever. David Icke, yeah, yeah. So what? Do, wait, you're not up on this? I don't know. You're not up on the Denver. I, I know none of this. I've never been rooted through Denver, but I I intentionally make sure that when I fly on Spirit Air, they don't take me through Denver. They say bypass Denver. Mm, really? Uh, yeah, because of, why don't you want to be next to this thing if it's going to take us to the, the moon? I can't handle it, wow. and they're not taking me to the moon. Honey, oh. only the rich people. Only the rich people. The one percent. Yeah. But oh. our our leading our leading modern day thinker uh, Jesse the Body Ventura is a big subscriber of the. Uh, he's way into this Denver airport stuff. He tried oh. to get deep into it. I saw his yeah. show. Yeah. And the the problem was that w- there's a certain area where if you have feathery uh, earrings, feathery ear earrings that descend down to the breast area mm. you're not allowed to certain regions of the denver airport so he was he was thrown out <laughs> but you know what mm. actually it's funny thing i was in costa rica on my honeymoon a while back Bragg. back in 2011 he's bragging and, what just bragging just bragging <laughs> i went i had a honeymoon <laughs> i got married costa rica i'm sorry with my big time middle class brags i got going on here I went. I went. <laughs> I went to a very American-friendly region when in Central you, America where they don't turn, have drug problems. When did you turn black and southern? All of a sudden, no, okay. don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. So I was there, and I was on a boat because sometimes people who are as affluent as me right. take to the water. Yeah, you. And I, I was there, and this guy named I think his name was Chuck. He said that he actually was doing some work on the Denver airport because he was like in construction. Mm. And he said that actually he went into the bowels of the Denver airport and was followed by some kind of like government types. And that they were like, don't look this way. Don't look that way. And they said they fucked him up a little bit when he was down in the kind of the caverns. What do you mean? Catacombs. The catacombs. <laughs> what do you mean they fucked him up? He said they were aggressive with him. He huh. said that they kind of like, you know, they hey, don't look that way. Don't do that. It was just, you know, G-Men shit where they were probably throwing mm. a bunch of like, you know, this is the, you know, you know, they had that alphabet stew shit talk that they got going on, those G-Men. Well, so my favorite thing, and this appears in a lot of conspiracy mythology, is that, you know, your government agents, your CIA guys, and perhaps even your men in black act erratically so that when you tell somebody the story, you sound like you're a crazy person. Yeah. Like if one of them is dressed like the Easter Bunny or if they're, um, you know, pouring orange soda all over you, they're like, why would a government official throw orange soda on you? You sound like a lunatic when you retell the story. Right. Oh, so they do weird things in order yes. to... Okay, okay. 
That's a pretty decent one. Buck, do you, do you, are there any conspiracy theories? Because many times we've sat after the show right. when you're an inebriated and you keep telling me that you believe that Tupac is still alive. And, you know. Well, well, if anything, I don't doubt anything. I'm just a, <laughs> I'm just a straight up believer. You know? Yeah. I believe everything. You just accept everything you hear. I can't even say that word without believing there. <laughs> so you have an open mind. Yes. You're waiting for the uh, Michael Jackson-style leaked photographs of Tupac's dead body. I want to believe. Oh, okay. Okay, can we get into that? Okay. So a while back on the show, um, we did a bit about the Michael Jackson. I'm not sure if Jeff was on here, but we did a bit about the Michael Jackson living in Canada under the name uh, Elaine Pontifex. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm Pontifex, and I crush ass. (laughs) Right, yeah. He was was an ass ass crusher in in Canada. Yeah, he was crushing crushing a bunch of ass. So we did a whole whole bit on that, and we were talking about the the thing. And I guess the guy that wrote that story about Michael Jackson being alive in Canada was Googling the story and found our show and went back and listened to it. Then he told me he subscribed to the show. All right, got to get that fame. Got that one subscriber uptick I saw in the the feed, and he said that he. And and now, now here's the sad thing. He goes, "I made that shit up," (laughs) (laughs) and he wrote me a whole article. He's like, "Yeah, as part of my job, I write bullshit stories for this thing called this website called like the 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 Nation in Review or something." Oh, you got hoodwinked. I've been bamboozled, (laughs) hoodwinked, and so. But the thing was, he said that now. There are people online who are harassing people who they think <laughs> are Michael Jackson on Twitter. Oh, like, there's some guy with a name similar to Elaine Pontifex, and he's like, they're, they're making this guy's life miserable, like the oh, Sandy Hook shit. truthers. Yeah. And so they're like harassing this guy, and he goes, The story has legs, and there are people in this Michael Jackson conspiracy cult who believe everything he wrote in this, Holy sat- shit. In this satirical website. Our crush ass. People, people will jump onto anything. So the yeah. guy, the guy and I, we had this long email exchange, and it, it was pretty cool. Man, I'll read it on a, another show. But uh, so yeah. that that is the truth in that situation. He was a truther. No, he, he was, was making shit up. Huh. <laughs> but see, that's you can't trust anyone. He was a liar, not oh, a truther. Oh, okay. There's a difference. Oh. They're the antithesis to the truth. But he came clean, so isn't that the truth? Yeah, like that one guy. Mm. Like that one guy. But he, he just in, came... Who's in Russia now? Uh, Snowden? Snowden? Snowden, yeah. Ever Snowden. But no, yeah, he, yeah. He, he came clear on the truth just to me over private email. Mm. He's not going to go out there and, you know... And and tell everyone like you just did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to get... Now we're gonna all going to get fuck? harassed on Twitter by people saying, right. You're a liar! You're trying to hold back the truth that Michael just owed so much fucking money that he... He faked his death. And you know? he's crushing ass in Canada. <laughs> crushing so much ass. I have so much ass to crush. I can't believe it. Man, if he had a second chance, yeah, with the ladies, come on. Yeah. Pontifex. I'm going to go with the ladies now. No one knows that I was accused of molestation. They took photos of my penis and my genitals. <laughs> and this is Michael talking? That, that's, that's, yeah. Oh. Michael talks through me. Oh. From beyond. Yeah, he got possessed for a second there. Notice she's still not laughing. No. It's nothing. not that funny. We got nothing from Joe over here. <laughs> well, Joe's not really our target demo. <laughs> Ladies do yeah, not listen to true. the Far Out podcast. That's true. Uh, so, okay, I've got one kind of element of trutherism uh, that, and I'm going to get an email about this, but I, I have one element of trutherism because I heard, I heard from a 
I heard, uh, trying to be very judicious no, with my verbiage right here. I, I heard <laughs> from a source that seemed credible around the time of 9-11 that the United States uh, shot down that plane in Pennsylvania that was going towards the White House, like the mm-hmm. let's roll. Right. I uh, maybe maybe I came across something from the internet. Maybe someone told me something. Whatever. I that that and I, I believe that uh, just possibly the United States government shot down that plane because it was headed towards the White House. And if you look at there's very credible articles online which uh, speak to the truth of that. So I'm not a big uh, you know the United States government plan 9/11 and all that, but I do believe that at that point in the day when all this crazy shit's happening, they were going. Yeah, let's just shoot that shit down and not uh, have that go into the White House and make shit get worse. Mm. So I have I have harbored that secret, and many times when I get drunk, I do bring it up <laughs> from time to time. But I, I I do so I am I am open to elements of truthiness. Now, was this told to you by the guy who had his picture taken on the World Trade Center before it blew up? Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That guy. Okay. Yeah, I know that guy. That guy. We're friends on Twitter. I, I would imagine so. Yeah. You Pontifax and him. So here's some other... Uh, Emailing each other. Truth or things that are going on right now. So that's your only 9-11 theory one? That's it. You got more. No. Huh. That's it. Just that? Well, I mean, I let's talk it. about... I mean, World Trade Center 7. Am I right? Itself, it blew up by itself or what? Am yeah. I right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, am I right? I don't know. If only there was like 45, 30 minute YouTube videos we could watch about this subject. Yeah, it doesn't exist. But uh, didn't Consumer Reports or someone, I don't know, someone like that did a, did a whole debunking of every, or looked into every conspiracy theory. But do you know who Consumer Reports is in the pocket of? <laughs> The Rand the Corporation. Man? The Rand Corporation. Bandar Bush, the, okay? The 1%? The 1%. Yeah. FIFA. The, the FIFA, even worse. The Koch brothers, they own Consumer Reports. Wow. I heard that. Wow. I, I th- saw that on Facebook. I thought they just owned the source. Yeah, they do. Actually, the Koch brothers also. <laughs> they own that the source. One, that yes. one, like the last Nas album that wasn't that good that got five mics, right. that was the Koch brothers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Got an opinion? Email us at show at faroutpodcast.com to stream the show, read talent bios, subscribe through iTunes, and see pictures. Go to faroutpodcast.com. So there's some other like truther things going on right now, and uh, some believe, believe, believe that uh, Courtney Love killed Kurt nah. Cobain. I've heard that and I can I could probably believe that. She seems like a pretty bad lunatic. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty sympathetic. I said go. And plus I I sat through that movie and it was bad. What movie? Kurt and Courtney. There's a movie Kurt and Courtney? And it's all about it was a documentary. Really? Made like 2000 about this whole thing and it was just way too long and just boring and it didn't prove anything. I'm going to say Dave Grohl did it actually. <laughs> I'm gonna go out there. I'm Dave going. Grohl. I'm going. Chris Novoselic on this shit. All right. Oh yeah. He had the most to gain. Did All right. He? Did he? Because he was like, if Kurt Cobain's dead, they don't have this huge yeah uh, career after Nirvana. Right. 
playing bass. No, no one's going to usurp me. I'm, I'm the I'm the guy on the Nirvana song who's like dung 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 dung. He was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean he was pretty bad. You know, Jaco Pistorius he is not. Okay. Now Dave Grohl, on the other hand, he's like who knew? I've got a whole bunch of like macho, moderate, boring rock and roll music I want to put out, and why this fucker's still breathing? I can't do anything. I've got speeches to give at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I've got. TV I got stadiums to rock. I've got stadiums. I've got. I've got to sit in front of lots of people in suits and ties and be like, I listen to the Bad Brains. You know, yeah. that's Dave Grohl, man. Qui bono. Also, another big <laughs> one is the. Well, yeah, uh, I didn't even think of Bono. <laughs> bono bono fucking Kirk did it. Bono did it. Bono we, was the most legitimate K-Bon, guy right K-Bono. after uh, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I heard that uh, one guy that... Uh, it was either Bono or Michael Stipe who had the most to gain from all of I don't it. think Michael Stipe could kill anybody. He was just enraged. Remember, he went out with Courtney Love for a while. Remember that? Really? Michael Stipe did, and so did Billy Krogan. Remember that? Billy Corgan. <laughs> Krogan. Well, what's... I believe is, you're wrong. The more interesting conspiracy in Courtney Love is that, like, cause when she was dating uh, Brian Krogan from Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> yes. and uh, Kurt Cobain, they, like, wrote all of her songs, right? Is that acknowledged I, or is that... I think somewhere at that point, yeah. Yeah, okay. the, yeah the second whole record... Celebrity says, Skin, that's all Krogan. It says, all songs by Ryan Kroger. It's <laughs> <laughs> written in the liner notes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Another big uh, truth or thing going on here, and I, I know this is going to excite Jeff Harmatz. Yes, The Shining. Oh, okay. There are a lot of Shining I've s- truthers. I've seen. I've seen that video. I think it's a documentary, not yeah. just a video. It, yeah. it graduated from YouTube video to proper. Documentary. They showed it at a Lockman, I think. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Because yeah. they had that whole Kubrick exhibit, mm. and that makes it legit. Now that <laughs> now they have the uh, German expressionism exhibit there. Oh, I would like to see that. And I, I told someone last time a bunch of Germans expressed something. It was, <laughs> wasn't good for me, you know? It wasn't good for a lot of people. So I didn't want to go see it. But. We're, tr- we're trying to tamper down Germans the, expressing yeah, themselves. Exactly. A whole bunch of Germans expressing themselves at once. It, it's not a good thing. And, and another thing that people talk about is like this Holocaust thing like that happened. Yeah. You know, you know, Get out of here. Get out of <laughs> here. You're crazy. No, Shirley MacLaine. Did you hear what she said? What? <laughs> Shirley MacLaine this last week, and I'm, I keep up on current events, of course. It was Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Uh, she was saying that uh, Did you, is people that, that people that were in the concentration camps or something had maybe in their past lives done something wrong, and oh. they were you know being their karmic retribution was happening because of that oh, because God. of the stuff. Yeah, what I the, can't what even entertain that? that. Why are you even putting that out on the show? But even even with that, it's like you're just living in the past, like. We have no destiny. I mean, you're just reliving the past or shit you did in the past. And when does it catch up? And, you know, when are you absolved of it? You know? Yeah. yeah. Sins of the father, Buck. Oh, my God. You're a Catholic. You get it. No, but see, that's karma. That's something else. That's not Catholic. No, you're but blasphemer. The, the sins of the father no. will be bestowed upon the, their fucking kids. What? What? It's in Leviticus. Where'd, or some where'd shit? you hear this? What, what is this? I heard it in church. What book? Bible. Yeah. Bible. <laughs> yes. Bible. So the thing is with the Stanley Kubrick, the Shining conspiracy, is that uh, the U.S. government, after seeing how awesome 2001 A Space Odyssey was, went to him and they're like, look, we are you know, fighting the Soviets right now to try to get to the moon. We want to get there first. 
things aren't working out right. uh, according to science. And what we need to do is we need to fake it. And your shit looks so good in 2001 <laughs> A Space Odyssey that we could save a lot of fucking cashish if we just had you film it. And so the Stanley Kubrick went through all this. He deceived the world. And then the only way that he could let the world know was through specific... Uh, you know, like little things that he stuck in the movie The Shining, like in the carpet, right? One of them is the carpet, right? Well, there's a there's a couple different things. Like one, like in the typewriter, it says A eleven, right? Like on Apollo his typewriter, 11. Yeah. Apollo eleven, right? Um, there was another thing. The kid's uh, wearing the uh, Apollo eleven shirt too, isn't he? Yeah. And there was like the they're in room like three three seven, and it's three hundred and thirty seven thousand miles to get to the moon, if you know, we could really measure that. <laughs> like, not that that's possible, you know? Um, and so, let's see, what else we got here? I remember one of them. The pattern, like a pa- a, a pattern of stars or something like that was embedded in the uh, carpet. Like when the kid's playing with the uh, fire engine or something like that, mm-hmm. you see the pattern of the stars when he pulls up. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And there's, there's like, when, when they meet with the guy who runs the hotel, and he has, like, all, he ha- inside of his office, there's, like, five different clues that Kubrick is trying to say, look, I fucking faked the moon landing, and I can't talk about it. Hmm. And then also, if you, re- re- if, you, if you ever read the book, The Shining, by Stephen King, yeah. he deviated so far from the original story. And you realize he just used that as, I'm going to take a popular book that everybody likes, and then the Earth had the fever. No wait. And then I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna. Is that uh, Al Gore? Yeah, it was Al Gore. Al Gore. And then uh, I'm gonna sit and tell everybody the story through this kind of basic, like, big time story. Big time. Okay, so if you're subscribing to the theory that Stanley Kubrick is confessing about the faking the moon landing to in in The Shining. Could we like extrapolate that that maybe Michael Bay is confessing via Transformers Three that he uh, staged nine eleven? Wow. Oh, did he? Wow, it's certainly possible. Well, if you look at all of you know, there's this, I, I read this theory that all of movies these days there's a massive city that is just leveled, mm. right? Like every movie has that. Like these skyscrapers go down. Grand Budapest Hotel, not really. Yeah. Nightcrawler, no, no, not really. No. Anything else? <laughs> no, we go on with the but, the exploding cities. What? They say that because 9-11 was so traumatizing to so many people that we want to keep going into movies to relive this kind of communal, hmm. subcon- collective subconscious experience. And so now every you know Transformers movie has to have all these buildings coming down. Superman... The, all of Metropolis has mm. to be leveled. You have to see how the building's go- going down. And so this disaster porn has come out because all of us want to relive this 9-11 moment. We do? Yeah, it's like having your Grammy oh. moment. It's like having your 9-11 <laughs> moment. My Grammy? You want to. You just don't know it because it's subconscious, Buck. My Grammy like my grandma? <laughs> no, like the <laughs> fucking thing that happened the other day where Kanye got all mad at Beck. Which was almost as bad as nine eleven. Oh, it was very close. To oh, it. sorry, the Grammys. Everybody was very upset about that. I thought that they just put the damage in the uh, uh, movies because they they sell them in like foreign markets and foreigners hate America and want to see us destroy our own selves. Pretty good. I just want to say, yeah, I like that. I just right. want to say, I had That's a conspiracy. I honestly bought that back album, and I was looking to get space off of my phone, and I deleted it. 
Deleted Kanye or deleted the Beck album? Beck. It was, it's, it's okay. It's a little slow. It's an okay album. It's not that good, but uh, everyone's acting like it's a shit and no one's probably, have you heard it? Has anyone? No, uh, no one talks about Beck really since like Midnight Vultures, I think. Midnight Vultures. That was awesome. Yeah. That should have been awesome. That, that was an incredible record. Midnight was, Vultures is one of the most insane was, albums ever made. That was where he was coming out as like Sexy Beck. Yeah. 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 No, when I think sex, I think Beck. Sex, yep. Sexy Becksy. Hey, you know, yeah. as a guy in the late 90s who, you know, yeah. had that uh, white boy look. Yeah. You were fiending off Beck's success like, hey, look at me. I was yeah. just getting crushing ass <laughs> off it. Really? Yeah. Pontifex. Yeah. Wow. Uh, another thing is there, there are, there's a big thing. Uh, it was AIDS truthers. And it's people that believe that, pe- that, that, that the idea, like, because, like, so many uh, people of the homosexual persuasion were dying of AIDS early, that people got all PC and tried to sell AIDS awareness to straight people, but straight people weren't getting AIDS because when you do it up the butt, there's a lot more rupturing and things like that, and it's much more easier to spread than through vaginal intercourse. And they said that they, 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 they tried to spread AIDS fear into the straight community, and then it was all bullshit. And there's people that hmm. believe that. Hmm. Now, uh, obviously, straight people have gotten AIDS. Mm-hmm. And then the truthers just believe, no, no, they're just living on the down low. I oh. heard... Um, oh. Do you believe um, that, Jeff? You know, well... Have you ever gotten AIDS through straight sex? I have not gotten AIDS through straight sex. Have you gotten AIDS through homosexual sex? Yes, of course. Okay. But that, that being said, are they saying magic's gay? Could be down low. Down low magic? I, well, hey. Eh? Wow. Eh? Huh? No? Maybe. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't judge. I don't, you know, magic. Well, then again, magic doesn't have AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the doesn't. ultimate truth or thing. He seriously Johnson. doesn't have AIDS. <laughs> His greatest magic trick is um, convincing us that he's a heterosexual. Voila. <laughs> the greatest what trick. What is this, Kaiser Soze? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Making him trick. sound like Kaiser Soze. The devil ever pulled saying he didn't exist. So, um. Was saying magic didn't have AIDS. Uh, I, I'm a big Art Bell guy. Um, I know he's not on the air anymore. God, God Art, rest his show. Art I like Lebeau? George Nori. Art Bell. Art Bell. Oh. Are you more of a George Nori fan than uh, Art Bell? No, no, I like Art Bell. I like George Nori too. Okay. The, the, show's the show's still good. It's still good, but it's, uh, Art Bell yeah. brought that level of craziness to it. It was just it. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Have you that ever, was back in the day, man. That have you ever bad. had an OBE, an out-of-body experience? This is George Nori. <laughs> oh, uh, he had somebody... Had an OBE? Uh, me out of body experience because I I I I am a truther in believing that you have them all the time. And then you're just in denial. Probably Jeff personally. Uh, jo- Joe is Jeff having OBEs ever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just see him rising out of the bed and looking down on the both of you, and you're like, "This is fucking weird." There it goes again. But um, so Art Bell had a guy on who was claiming that. Um, AIDS got spread to humans via the first like primate to human heart transplant because there's always people Whoa. always speculate that AIDS came from like apes or something. The outbreak monkey. Yeah. So the rhesus monkey. By the way, if it started, you're saying heart transplant. Some people are saying someone had sex with the monkey. Mm-hmm. That had to have been a hot monkey. <laughs> that some guy was like, you know what? That's a good looking orangutan. I'm gonna nail this monkey in the behind. <laughs> The orangutangatang. Orangutangatang. That's what I'm saying. So you were saying... Well, maybe it was just like a Tarzan situation where he wanted to have sex with something that looked like his mother. Cheetah. 
Cheetah, come here. I want some orangutan dog. There you go. So you were saying... Oh, just There's not much more to it than that, but Art Bell was like, oh, that makes absolutely <laughs> perfect sense. And I just I got a big kick out of that. Yeah, he's awesome. Have uh, you ever had an OBE? <laughs> oh, I got one. I I was looking into a, what, haunted Disneyland and like shit that's, you know, conspiracy theory stuff at Disneyland. And one of them was about a, a, a early Disney short that Walt Disney had made one person viewed it and it's supposed to be like a satanic Disney movie. Oh. Like the guy who viewed it like walked outside and like shot himself. There's a lot of like do you know about the Simpsons um episode, the the Simpsons episode where Bart dies no. and drives people insane if they watch it. If it happened after a 1997 yeah, so, I haven't seen it's it. It's something like Simpsons. that where where uh, here's what it was. It was Mickey goes to hell and like you know all the colors and stuff fade out and oh, it's oh. supposed to be stuff that Oh, yeah. Me. yeah. And it's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, that, that kind of, that freaks me the fuck out. It freaks me the fuck out. Well, think about this. I Satan, don't know why. When I read it, I went, Ugh. Satan has the horns, right? Mickey. Ears. The yeah. mouse ears. The, the dead mouse thing going on. No. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Dead mouse fucking, fucking Skrillex can be seen in Jeff Harmat's latest zine. I Jeff like Harmat's fucking. I like dead mouse Everybody, if you listen to the Far Out podcast. This is Todd Perry, Buck Perez. It's over already. Jeff Harmatz. Well, that was that was a ton of fun. It was, it was a ton of fun for a show. All right. <laughs>